Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAs. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about RHA, diving into how HA works and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery we're in there answering your questions in the dms as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other it's incredible it's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other it's so good the ha society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery no matter what stage you're at whether you have ha We've got a few recovery periods. We have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join. And the link is in the show notes for you. Okay, on with the show. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. And today we are discussing ashwagandha. It's the first adaptogenic herb that we are discussing on my adaptogen series 
for HA recovery. So ashwagandha is a plant and the active form of it is in the root of the plant and that is typically what's used to make the tonic. So what ashwagandha does, like many other adaptogens, is allows the body to effectively handle stress by conserving energy and it helps to kind of channel and move energy throughout the body more effectively. Now there isn't a ton of research on ashwagandha. There's not a ton, ton, ton in the way that there is on things like creatine, but there is a lot of ancient wisdom behind ashwagandha. Tribes have been using it for millennia. People report anecdotally, consistently, really great benefits from getting it. And there is actually some research behind how effective it can be for stress reduction. I've started using it myself. I'm going to report back soon. I have some of my own issues not HA related that I'm hoping that some adaptogens will help me with. For the meantime, you know, I've seen benefits with it with some clients where we've had some issues getting them in a lower anxiety state so that they can actually do the work of eating enough and resting more. And in general, stress, if you're chronically stressed and always upset or always really, really busy, you know, it doesn't matter how much you eat sometimes. It doesn't matter how much you rest. If you're so high anxiety about the whole thing, or if you're not letting other areas of your life also come down a few notches, it's not going to work. It really needs to be a triage approach from all kinds of angles when it comes to your HA recovery and stress reduction. So ashwagandha is one of the best ones to start with, I think, for HA recovery because it's one of the adaptogenic herbs that has more of a calming effect on our system. And that makes sense. We're trying to get into a more calm state. Some of the other adaptogens that we'll talk about have a little bit more of a stimulating effect, which can also be beneficial for other reasons. But I think that um, ashwagandha is a great place to start for a lot of people who are feeling more of a high anxiety, high stress kind of symptom. So ashwagandha is used to enhance endocrine and hormonal function, right? Endocrine, hormonal function, same thing. It's used to enhance that. It also helps regulate thyroid and adrenal activity. These are important things, right? So with thyroid, it's really helpful for people with hypothyroid, so underactive thyroid, which I see a lot in practice. I think that HA and hypothyroidism are commonly paired together from similar root causes. HA doesn't cause hypothyroidism, but I often see the two with one person. And the cool thing about ashwagandha is that it stimulates the thyroid. So if you had hyperthyroidism, I actually would not recommend this and would totally just stay away from ashwagandha. So ashwagandha is considered a nervine. And so this is one of those reasons that I've reiterated a few times that it's helpful for those of us who are coming from a higher anxiety background, a lot of stress, a lot of chronic busyness, um, experiencing fatigue. It's very helpful with those particular types of symptoms. And, you know, I think that those symptoms are really, really common in people with HA. So there are a few people that ashwagandha is not suitable for. If you're sensitive to nightshades, it's not suitable. If you have extremely high iron levels, if you have, like I already mentioned, hyperthyroidism because it overstimulates the thyroid to take it when you're pregnant. So if you're on this and then you get pregnant, please stop. If you have intense GI upset, you may wish to avoid or tread carefully. Um, And then if you get negative symptoms, stop. Some people it might be helpful for, some people it might not be. So just make sure you're keeping an eye on how you react. And if you have really low blood pressure, you should um, tread carefully, right? So remembering that low means actually low and not the low end of normal. 
ashwagandha is not going to be suitable for you. So how do you actually take ashwagandha? There's like four options, right? You can take it in capsule form. There's a tea form, a powder form, and a droplet form. So with the bottle dropper, one mil three times a day is sufficient. With the tea, half a teaspoon of dried root to eight ounces of water with a gentle boil for 10 minutes and steep for 30 minutes. And you drink this tea three times a day. Or a powder, that's one teaspoon, so just under about five milliliters. And then you consume the powder two times a day. So there's some options. I'm currently doing the capsules. I would like to do the dropper, but it was harder for me to get my hands on that. Yeah. If this is something that you want to consider, I just encourage you to remember that you cannot out supplement your way out of HA. This is something to go down a under the guidance of a practitioner. You should probably let your practitioner know that you're going to take this and make sure they can consider if it's right for you. Make sure you're eating enough. Make sure you're already resting. You're checking those boxes. You've given those things time to work. I'm not a fan of supplementing for the sake of it, of adding complexity into our day and our routine for the sake of it. But there are definitely times where adaptogens can be helpful. And during HA, this could be one of those times. So if it's right for you, cool. If you try ashwagandha, please let me know your experience. Let me know what brands that you really like. And I will see you guys next week for our next episode on rhodiola. Hey there, it's me, Danny, And I want to tell you about temp drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method, both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, Again, we do recommend manual temping, but once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs. And then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like 
HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction. Temp Drop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the Temp Drop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural this is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women. 